It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown, if you're looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. Catch me out here in these tweet streets holding it down. A site got a haircut. You on these real streets, nigga. Fuck wrong. Tough. I had to go get me a I had to go get me a cut, man. I was looking like first day out. Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I had to go take care of that. <laughs> You ain't been to the bar reception since we've been in this? Nah. Nah, I'm good. My barber, tried, I tried to get in and come to the house. He wouldn't come. And, and when I went to go holler at him, finally, he like, nah, I couldn't come, man, because I didn't want to hit you with that 150 Ooh. for the uh, for the travel fee. I'm saying, my nigga, I'm glad you didn't because you would have had to spend the night. Yeah, that was nothing. out of me for no cut. That 150 so, Shout out my guy, man, Freshery, but Jesus. Shout out Freshery, man. Y'all go check him out in the AE right above Slim Huskies. Shout out Slim Huskies too. 150 nuts. Nah, 150 is crazy. Um, call haircut. How how your quarantine going? You back out in these streets or what? I mean, I've been moving around a little bit though. For real, for real. Restaurants opening back up slowly but surely. Had to get my temperature taken to walk into this restaurant. That was interesting. Word on the streets is you ain't wearing no mask or nothing. You just out here like bareback. I'm already ill. You don't need no mask, nigga. I'm already ill, nigga. Doing your usual out here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm masked up out here in these streets, man. I don't know what people been at. Now, listen. After these uh, protests, if if it ain't a massive spike in a week, because that'll be two weeks from the protest. If it ain't a massive spike in a week, we might have got shucked. I'm gonna be honest. True. That's a fact. Um, Shout out to everybody that voted, man. By the time y'all hear this, the primaries would be over shout out to everybody that went out there and got it done i know you went and voted right absolutely man they tried to hold us back down here in georgia it was a whole lot of bullshit going on i heard my shit was smooth though i walked in walked out okay you live on a white part of town there gotcha (laughs) they recognize the real nigga walking through (laughs) oh you voting for trump come on (laughs) yeah but it was a lot of bullshit going down hopefully everybody got to get their votes in man Shout out to that for sure, man. Uh, we got an action packed episode, man. Um, back to the regularly scheduled program. Last week, we had to switch it up a little bit. Important yeah. shit to talk about going on in Facts, the world, man. A lot of good feedback on that, too, man. We appreciate the people that gave us some feedback on that. We're, we're glad that you guys enjoyed it. A lot of much needed, so you know, we got to have a good conversation. People got to enjoy it. That's what we're here for. Absolutely, man. We back to the business on this week's show. Akon links up with yo boy, Takashi. Uh, Fat Joe passed on Drake for Jay-Z. And we review 
Run the Jewels 4. This is our RTJ. first Run the Jewels review out of the four. Kill so your masters. This should be real fun. But first, yeah. um, GLC says Kanye West faked his support for Trump so he could free innocent people from jail. Um, here's the quote. Kanye actually gave me the boxes of hats and said, I'm never wearing these again. We had a conversation and I explained it to him. The hurt that was attached to it, he said he is never wearing it again. And he was like, bro, I'm just telling you that we got the amazing women out of jail from Florida, right? We didn't really get to have that meeting until I put that hat on. End quote. Do you believe Kanye faked his support for Trump to free people from jail? Absolutely not. <laughs> we all know that Kanye West is not that well thought out. He's more of a sporadic person. So for GLC to come and say, hey, this is the real plan. There's no way on earth I would believe that Kanye is that thought out, like I said. GLC originally on Van Lathan's Red Pill podcast did say, this was back in February of 2019, mm. uh, he said that Kanye gave him the hats and said that he wasn't going to wear them. So I think that that's an old quote. The sources for this story are very, very uh, sketchy at best. Came from showbiz.net, showbiz cheat sheet. Uh, I didn't find it anywhere else, so I'm really not even sure that this happened. They asked Kanye West for a, uh, excuse me, they were waiting on a response or something, a statement pertaining to this. He hasn't uh, let anything out on that. Uh, but to address it, I would say, if it was that thought out and if he did do it to get that lady out of jail, I don't think it was worth it. I don't think uh, sacrificing uh, that many fans in exchange for one person to get out of jail when there was already things being worked towards in her favor when Kim Kardashian was doing it. I don't think that him going to meet with Trump pushed it over the top. I think she was going to be able to get that done regardless. So shout out to Kim and that campaign that she's going has going on with getting people out of jail. But I, I, I just don't see where the two tie in. I just don't see where him saying Trump is like my father and, and <laughs> all of these things. And even to top it off, Kim Kardashian said when people asked her about Trump that he doesn't follow the politics of it anyway. He's more into Trump's personality. Mm. It's not a political thing. So I would I would doubt that he even knows what he would be able to do if he did act like he was just doing it for political gain. So I'm, I, I don't believe this at all. I'm not buying it. What about your mans? I know you, you, you willing to take this. What you think? I see you. Yay. Let's go. Here, We're playing chess. <sighs> just like LL Cool J said last week and everybody else is playing checkers. Okay. No. I see you, yay. I never turn my back. I always believed in my... Nah, I'm bullshit. This is cow. No, this are. is big cow. <laughs> I was waiting on that. He lined his ass off, dude. First and, off, and to be fair, it's GLC. Kanye didn't say this. That's true. To be, yeah, that, that's a fact. To be fair, this is not coming from the horse's mouth. This is from a uh, former good music artist, GLC. And who knows if they he even still talks to Kanye. <laughs> Allegedly, they're cool right now. Allegedly, he that's, is cool. <laughs> that's number one. I don't believe that, right. Uh, but, I, no, nah, I don't believe this. I, I think he saw what the results happened from it and then found a way to kind of spin it, if he even said this shit. He, he may have said, yes, I did look a certain way, but at least something positive came from it. That doesn't mean that was your intention from the start. Like, let's be clear about that. And then 
him and T.I. even made a song that people, yay versus the people, where they were going back and forth debating sure his support for Trump. And nowhere in that song did he mention about getting people free from anything. And even if that was the case, that was his plan, nigga, this song would have never even got made. Nigga, he, him and T.I. would have been off in the cut. So he would have said, bro, what I'm really trying to do is I'm really trying to get these exactly. people. And, and the song would have never, none, like, no, T.I. would have was all the way uh, drawn in on the fact that he was supporting the hell out of Trump. So he was fooled. Everybody, everybody was fooled or whatever you want to call it, but that song doesn't happen. A lot of these conversations don't happen if this was actually the plan, because I feel like he would have shared that, and you know what I'm saying, and, and people would have been all on one accord uh, if we keep it in a hundred. Yeah, that makes sense, and I think that this is a, a chance to to talk about or unpack something here as far as what Kanye West does behind this whole political thing. He stated that he hasn't voted before. He did vote for Trump in 2016. Uh, he stated he's not following politics and he doesn't support Trump because of political things. It's more his personality. He likes his style. Right. To be fair, man, ain't no, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, if you like Trump, that's cool, bro. Like, that's, that's, that's cool. Y'all can be friends. Y'all can have dinner. Y'all can meet outside of what's going on. But there's a political gain here for Trump and he's just manipulating Kanye West even like if Kanye West tells me I don't follow politics but I like Donald Trump and I'm going to vote for him to me that's that's tone deaf to use the the word of the day and he's not reading the room properly to use the phase of the hour it 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 seems like if if he was going to do this then he would know the backlash that he would get but since he doesn't follow this politically He's only thinking about himself. He's in a bubble. And he thinks, oh, since I like this guy, it's cool for me to wear his hat. Since I like this guy, it's cool for, the, for me to say that he's influenced me. But that's not cool from a political standpoint. From a personal standpoint, it's fine. He can like whoever he likes. But from a political standpoint, since he's not as involved, I just think it would be better for him to just be quiet. Uh, I agree. And, and he's been quiet recently, but has made yeah. more noise necessarily with the visions as at, with the visuals, because he was marching in Chicago, um, uh, allegedly he's made a donation to uh, the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, oh, and Ahmaud Aubrey, um, a big boy check to be split up between the three. So, I mean, that, that that's more of the George yay. Floyd. He put money in his kids' college fund. Uh, for I saw George. that, too. Yeah, <laughs> that that's... That's more of the Kanye people were probably used to a decade ago. Um, but uh, that we said this on the last show. Everybody doesn't need to make a statement. Everybody doesn't need to show who they support politically. Some people, if you rich and famous and you want to make a difference, man, just write a check. We just, just let's just do that and just get out the way. I don't need a statement. I don't need nothing. Like you're gonna fuck it up. And you're going to show your ignorance that you're not paying attention to what's going on and you're going to say some goofy shit. So just keep right. it low. And, and whether we want to admit it or not, the stakes are higher for black celebrities. The stakes are a lot higher for Trump, for Kanye West to say he supports Trump in the backlash that he would get than it is for John Stamos. Like, mm -hmm. it, it's just a different connotation because there's so much that comes with it. Like, Black people are still trying to get a voice. They're still trying to be heard, as we see with everything that's going out in the streets now. So if you get one of the most prominent people saying, well, I support this guy. I don't see what you guys see wrong. He's a good guy. It's cool. He can be a good guy. But I don't know if he has the best interest for people that look like you and mine. And you should be causing it that when you're, when you're out there saying that, hey, I like him. In that's my opinion. So. 
I see you, yeah. But shout out to Kanye West for what he's did, though. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, shout out to him for that donation. I fuck with that. Somebody should have jawed. I ain't gonna lie. Somebody should have jawed him out there. Just, just to bring it back to reality. Not, not in Chicago. Chicago. That's a city. That would have been funny. Somebody just hit Kanye West in the mouth and then like, just straighten up, bro. Just walk <laughs> off. Straighten up, my nigga. Tighten up, bro. Just tighten security would have mocked him. Just tighten him up real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Moving on. Next yeah. uh, that we have, Akon, your man, locked up fame. Uh, starting a city in Africa, fame. He hooked up with your boy Takashi for Locked Up 2. They got on Instagram live. Takashi showed out his new lace front with this uh, 36 inches. <laughs> Tell me this. Is it fair or foul that they killed Akon online for doing Locked Up 2 with Takashi? Uh, it's, well, I don't know. Before I even answer that, let, let me be clear. Okay. Akon is a living legend. Um, he's provided. Expecting that. You said who? I wasn't expecting that. He's a Akon is a legend. Like providing electricity for fifteen countries in Africa, working on his own Akon city in Senegal that will use only cryptocurrency. Like all of these are big boy moves. Finding Lady Gaga, all the shit that he done on the solo tip, like. Even down to the video of him dunking on the video girls and it had all heels on and he was just dunking on them left and right. This is legendary shit. Like, I will give Akon that. However, on this though, nigga, he's way off on this. Like, he is tripping with no map. He said he would work with Takashi when he get out. So he's he's doing what he said he would do. He said he would be interested in working with him, but he, it makes him look thirsty. And th here's the thing. I want people to understand that people are not hot at Takashi because I mean, excuse me, hot at Akon for working with Takashi just because he snitched. That's not the worst offense. It's because Takashi is making a mockery out of the culture. Like that's the part that people are leaving out. He's making rap look like a clown show, and OGs like Akon should know that this isn't the play. He should know that, and he's letting the hood down right now. Because he's fucking with dude is making it, it. It's just making it like a joke. It makes it like a parody. The nigga had the Megan the Stallion ponytail, bro. Like he just, <laughs> he just looks like a clown. Bro. So Akon should know better. He's letting the hood down. He, he's a legend, but he's fucking up his rep right now. I'm halfway joking here when I say this, and I'm gonna steal a line from Kanye West: Africans don't care about black people. So, <laughs> so, so Akon don't care that, that Takashi violated some street code of snitching that niggas don't fuck with here in America. Like you said, this nigga put whole cities on and giving them lights in Africa. As many people know, Lady Gaga is one of his artists, and we know the extremes that she went to to get noticed on her come up. And I think Akon sees the same thing here. He sees this guy's persevering through the snitch label, hops out, goes to IG Live, gets 2 million people on there, whatever the number was. And Akon sees this as a business opportunity. Akon is way more successful as an executive with artists like T-Pain and the aforementioned Lady Gaga. So if he's able to slither his way in, team up with uh, Takashi, there's no telling what he could do or what he could make, excluding the people that are making fun of him, because he don't need them. But when we're talking on an international level, we're talking about someone who 
regardless of how you feel about him, and as we listen to the podcast, saying like the dude is a good marketer. He can market his ass off, and I'm talking about Takashi. For sure. So I think Akon looking at this as a business opportunity and being like, shit, if ain't nobody else going to do it, I'll do it. Like, I got enough money. I don't give a fuck what people say about me in the streets. So if the music industry is going to respond to this, and we've seen that it has, shit, it's hot. I, I, could, I feel him. I wouldn't do it, but I feel him as Akon doing. Nah, he he looks hella thirsty. He looked like he looks washed up doing this because Akon he shouldn't have to up, do this. That's the thing about it, though. He he's washed up. He's out of touch, and he don't care what niggas think. Like that's the perfect, I think, formula to sign a nigga like Takashi. Uh, every most other people in Akon's position that could probably sign him and it'd be an instant like what's going on. They not going to touch him because of everything like the street stuff, the snitching stuff. Akon don't give a shit about that man. He from Africa, like <laughs> it's like that. Like the the moral codes and, and things that American black street life is about. I don't think that he really needs to, has to take heed to. So he like fuck it. If I can I, make no, some money with this, that's dude, what I'm saying though. People aren't. The average person doesn't take heed to that street code. Like just exactly, and I think that's what Akon is banking it on. He's banking it on like the average person. They weren't the people that were giving Akon hell behind this. It's it's the hip hop community. It's it's us. It's black people. There's a larger community that he can capture, and like oh, Takashi got to do is keep doing what he's doing. Unless one of them nine trade niggas pop up and shoot him, he gonna be good. We came to that conclusion. First, we said it wouldn't be nothing. Then we came to that conclusion, like, oh, he's definitely going to have a career once he gets out. And this is it. Akon going to help him. Africa's going to be rocking to that shit. That shit ain't <laughs> nothing. And it sounded terrible. Like, that was awful. Oh, my God. They asked Styles P about it. He said, man, I ain't co-signing that shit. Styles P was on there, wasn't he? He was on the original version, yeah. Fuck that, yeah. That shit's slossage. Akon, yeah, come on, I mean, man. I'm not here for it at all, but I can see what Akon doing as a businessman. I can't 100%. I wouldn't do it. I don't support it. I don't think it's cool, but I definitely see his angle. He like, tripping. What, gonna, what you going to do to Akon? Nigga got a whole country. <laughs> or a city or whatever the fuck it is. He bought a Providence. Whatever that nigga got, he got one. He just go there with his army of police and niggas can't do shit to him. He don't give a fuck nah, what y'all no, Nobody's gonna do anything, but it, he it's it's a letdown. It and he like don't put music crowd. out. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he don't even put music out. It's all a win for him. Like he ain't he's not in fear of putting an album out and and people not buying it because he fuck with Takashi. Only his only loss would be here if he invests a whole lot of money and then it flop. And I don't even see him having to do that. I sit down with this nigga on IG a couple of times, get people talking about it, and boom, we'll put an album out. I make a million dollars, and I never got to talk to this nigga again. That's nuts. That's crazy. That's the um, that's some slaw. Next up, man, Fat Joe. Man, Fat Joe, while speaking with Peter Rosenberg on an IG Live interview, he mentioned that Drake was almost on the All The Way Up remix along with Hove. However, he had already promised Hove that he wouldn't put anybody else on the remix. Um, my question to you, who, actually two questions. If you had a remix and you had to choose between one of the other, Drake or Jay-Z, who would you get? And part two, if you had to keep one as a rap friend <laughs> in your pocket, knowing that the other would be pissed off that you didn't put them on, who would you keep as your rap friend? It's a two-part question. What do you got? Very good questions, both of them. And as to all, they're variables. If I'm Fat Joe, it's more important to me to be cool with Jay-Z. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. There's a phrase out there. Most people are familiar with it. Old money and new money. 
I true. We can switch this to old legacy and new legacy. It's true having Drake on a song would do wonders for a nigga like Fat Joe. Like it would be fantastic. He'd have a number one. He'd make history. The doors that Jay Z is able to open for you behind the scenes, just Drake hasn't reached those yet. And it ain't a knock or a diss. It's just he doesn't have the longevity yet. And Fat Joe being in the game as long as Jay Z has, he knows. If I get a favor from a nigga, I'd rather have Jay owe me a favor than Drake. It just is what it is. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that if I had to choose one to put on a song, if I'm Fat Joe, I would have to go with Jay-Z like he did because it makes sense for him. We had this beef. It's a big moment for older hip-hop heads. And I ain't saying that this going to do anything for Fat Joe and the youth, but I'm not sure that's the route he tries to go. And that's part of the reason why I said I take Jay-Z. Fat Joe not putting out an album next year. Like if I'm if I'm putting an album out, if I got a, a young group I'm putting out, somebody besides Remodi, yeah, I want Drake on my team. But if I'm playing the executive route, I'm trying to do these albums and, and mix with different people, do my management thing, do my CEO thing, as Fat Joe is trying to do, like he over Remy Mana and Terror Squad, then I'm fucking with Jay, and I can see why he do that. So I, my answer is Jay Z to both. I listen. I, I'm I'm agreeing with that. And I have another angle to take on it. But if you remember, he did like four remixes to this. He did like the West Coast remix and the EDM remix and the fucking, I think he even had like an Asian remix. He did a lot of remixes. I didn't know that. To all the way up? Yes. Jesus. And those were for different markets. The Asian remix obviously didn't hit our airwaves. <laughs> but, was it an Asian rap on there? Like, what was it? Yeah, for sure. He had a couple That's of funny. them on there. Fuck. So listen, and, and and that's what, and to be fair, like that's what putting Jay Z on a song does. I agree. I got you in the Asian markets and shit, but go ahead. That song was huge, and listen, we didn't think Fat Joe had another one of those in him. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was 2016. Right, I thought that, I, ain't, I didn't know he had it. I get it. I would have loved to hear both of them on there. I think that would have been super dope. But that leads to my question. What is up with artists not wanting anybody else featured on the songs with them, dude? That was going to be my next point after you made your point. I was going to say it's kind of soft of Hove. Because, you know, like, you, you he back channeling. He know niggas want to hop on that. He know that Drake want to get on there. He know that 50 want to get on there. They said Kanye possibly wanted to get on there. For him to come out and be like, hey, bro, like, I know this big for you and me. And, like, off our history, like, I don't want nobody else. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I miss the old hip hop, man. Well, like, if, if Jay want everybody on the song, nigga, put me last and I'm going to murder them niggas. Like, you can get on there and just go ahead and send me the verse so I can murder y'all niggas at the end. And also on Drake end, oh, okay, you don't want to send me the instrumental 40. Pull that shit up. I'm going to go in on every nigga that I hear on this song. Y'all niggas getting 150 balls. <laughs> Fat Joe don't want to send me the instrumentals. Are you okay? Cool. I'm I'm going. I'm throwing slick shots at Fat Joe. Are uh, you put hope on a remix? You catching strays? Remy Ma catching strays? Like I'm going in. Cause y'all, cause y'all, y'all trying to keep the beat. And y'all want me to get no shine. I'm the hottest nigga in the game, man. Load the beat up, forty. I miss those days when niggas felt like that. Now niggas got these cold wars and silent wars which we'll get into and these complex disses and you got to figure out who they talking about by doing bad problems man take that shit to the booth jay should have jay i don't i can't believe 
did Jay-Z as to shy away and be like, oh, man, I don't want anybody else on there. Nor can I believe that Drake didn't take advantage of it and just air niggas the fuck out. I miss those days. Now, listen, it's it's a thing. That, it, bro, it's that alpha dog shit, bro. Like, it's the alpha dog shit. But you used to be able to be the alpha dog by showing you was better than niggas. Not, not playing with niggas. It's the same thing with the NBA now. Like, the reason that I take Jordan over LeBron and take it to a whole nother level is because Le- LeBron teamed up with other people. Jordan was like, I'm beating you. You play for that team. My team is going to beat yours. I don't want you to come play with me. I don't want to go play with you. I'm going to beat you, my nigga. I miss that competitiveness. That it, and, and your boy Kendrick pulled the same thing with on Rich the Kid, New Freezer. He yeah, said, yeah, I'll do the record, but it only got to be me on there. And Whack. so ASAP Ferg got scrapped. Well, and, I mean, look, who would scrap ASAP Ferg, though? I mean, but still, I think, why see, now, you now that's song? a different thing, though. That's quality, though. No, Kendrick, don't do him any kind of way. Well, I'll be the first to admit, I don't listen to ASAP Ferg. I'll first say that. But a nigga not going to tell me that ASAP Ferg got bars. And if I'm Kendrick, the only reason that I wouldn't want a nigga like ASAP Ferg on there is because it's going to fuck the song up. I don't know what this nigga going to get on here and do. This whatever the fuck them niggas do when they click. But they, they ain't rapping. It's some ASAP shit. Like, I just, I hate to play favorites, but I don't think it's the same case. You're just trying to shit on Kendrick. It's, listen, it's a it's deep. the same case. I think Jay was scared of those Drake bars. That's what I think. Jay, I, I don't think, I don't, no, I don't think Jay knew that Drake was going to be on it. Well, he didn't want to, or he didn't want to be on there with Kanye. Because Kanye and 50 Cent were the other two names that were being thrown around to get on this song. That would have been 50, crazy. 50 wanted to be on there really bad, and Kanye West made inquiries about getting on a song too uh, listen i've had people tell me that work in the industry of how they have oh, tried pick up to that get... name you dropped over there i no, have no, industry no, no, friends no. that told me that that have tried <laughs> to get two top tier artists together to work on something business related not even music mm-hmm. business related and they wouldn't do it because one wanted their name on it and nobody would agree to it. So it's like it's like people want I if they can't just, get sole credit, then they don't want to be a part of it. And that is, I don't understand that. I guess I haven't made enough money yet. I don't know. Uh-huh. Maybe I get to a certain level and I get it. But it, it, that's strange to me. That's why you don't see. You know how people are like, man, if Puff and LeBron and Jay put their money together, then we could have X, Y, Z. It's because they're all alpha dogs and they want it all to themselves, bro. It's 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 a mind thing that I haven't reached that level of success to comprehend yet. Mm. Well, there's something there. I agree with that because there have been stories with Jay and Puff. I, I guess it's competition in a way, uh, a gay competition. Well, not gay, but a, a competition that I don't really approve of is saying like the Cold War. I don't like. I feel like competition should be had on the court. So not having someone involved in it because you want your name first, I would never understand that either, like you said. I like the competition aspect of it. I, I, I like that... Well, I say this. The Control verse, I think, fucked this up. Uh, when Control verse came out and Kendrick said these things, I think people became a lot more cognizant of who they were rapping with and what they were rapping about. Because he took that from Big Sean, that single, that moment... And made it about him. And then from then on out, I think we've seen a lot of quote unquote cold wars in hip hop. Drake and Kendrick really don't mess with each other. You've been waiting on a cold and 
whatever album. It just seems like everybody is in their own corners. And I think that started with the control version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so, man. What's next? Next, before we get into the Run the Jewels uh, breakdown that we're doing of RTJ4, we're going to talk about your man, Academics. Academics has a bone to pick with Freddie Gibbs. Access that Freddie Gibbs is very quick to call out blog boys when they say something that he doesn't agree to. But when he's throwing jabs at rappers, you have to figure out Morris Cole to know who he's talking about. <laughs> Do you think that Freddie Gibbs bites his tongue or is act reaching? So this stemmed from Gibbs throwing shots at presumably Gunner and T.I. because he said that anybody that is on any type of Crime Stoppers show is a snitch. <laughs> and we know Gunner, y'all seen the footage of Gunner floating around where he was on a Crime Stoppers type commercial or expose or whatever because his brother was involved in some shit. And of course we know what T.I. had to do in order to not be in jail still to this day. Um, so people connected the dots and thought that's who he was talking about. Now, I'm not sure if that's the same as snitching. I don't really know. I don't live that life. I'm a civilian. It's what, it's what the same as snitching? Being the on Crime Stoppers? Stoppers? Yeah, you can't be on Crime Stoppers. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I, I wouldn't know. I'm not in this life. Um, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> well, now, I'm going to explain it when you get done. That's fair. Um, Gibbs did go on to say that, hey, I didn't say no names. That's y'all that said the shit. Like, y'all out here throwing names out here and all this. He said if y'all would promote people staying out of the street, then you wouldn't have to snitch. And that y'all are the ones that are making the snitching shit cool because y'all glorifying this life that everybody is not built for. Um, But I I do think that DJ Academics is an easy target. Uh, But we've heard Freddie Gibbs diss people before. Uh, We've heard him diss Jeezy. I've heard him diss... Uh, all of Maybach music. Uh, so, I mean, it, it's not it's not Damn, as if he won't he? call anybody out. Uh, but he did Wale. All of Maybach music. I missed that. Um, so, it's been on one of them sleeper Freddie Gibbs projects. Yeah, it's <laughs> called, uh, the song is called 187 Proof, so y'all can listen to that, and it's fire. Um, but so he'll call people out, man, but Act has a little bit of a point. Because, yeah, you're right. You didn't say names, but, nigga, we knew who you were talking about. So that's the whole point. But you said my name. You didn't go discreet when you're talking to me. So he has a little bit of a point, but Gibbs has dissed people before, so he's got receipts. Eh, so I, I'm taking Gibbs' side on this one. Who you got? Uh, you brought up a good point when you said um, something that you were saying uh, as far as Freddie Gibbs and 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 Ak addressing him about this, Ak is not a street dude. So like you just said when you said, "Well, I'm not about that life." Freddie Gibbs wasn't dissing Gunner or dissing Ti. I think more so he was looking for information. And he goes, "Well, where I'm from, we don't do that. Like we know where Gangsta Gibbs from, Gary, Indiana. We know how to get down." And I think that what he was saying, and he may have been talking to Ti and Gunner, but what he was really saying is like, "Well, I'm from." We don't do that. I understand you guys may have had circumstances where this was called for. I get it, but I'm just telling you, we don't do that in Gary, Indiana, which is fair. Everybody don't get down the same way. People have different lives that they live. T.I. had to do it for parole purposes. Gunner, like you said, he said it had nothing to do with Crime Stoppers, and that wasn't even the show. It had more to do with his homeboy, and he was just... He was trying to clear his brother's name. He was trying to clear his brother's name, and he cleared that up on Breakfast Club. Y'all check that interview out. Yeah. so the biggest thing here is academics just not being a part of that life. And 
when Freddie Gibbs talks about people, as we've seen with Cheesy, he does say their name. He is very clear to say those people's names that he's talking about. Even on Instagram, if you follow him on Twitter, like Freddie Gibbs don't bite his tongue. Like he He's always very clear in what he says. But because he is a street dude and he knows that there are variables with everything that goes, he knows that T.I. is not a snitch. He knows that in his heart of hearts. It's a good line to say in your song. <laughs> but T.I.'s paperwork is out there. And I don't know if he knows Gunner, but I'm sure that he knows his affiliations. And I think that Gunner is a little dude that, he don't want smoke with. Now, I ain't saying Freddie Gibbs weak anything, but I just look up Gunner and what he got going on. I don't think that he won't smoke with him. So it's fair for him as an MC to be like, man, these niggas did, and I wonder what that's about. Like, that's music. Like, you can put your thoughts out there. But I don't think, like I said, he was calling them snitch. Ack was reaching with it, as blog boys do. He's not familiar with this type of life, so he wouldn't understand Freddie Gibbs asking that question of saying that we don't do this this way. All he sees it as is beef, opportunity for his channel, opportunity for show for his show. All you're talking about me, won't you be clear when you talk about T.I.? And it's just mm. not the same. He's trying to tie it all into the same. Like, I think Freddie Gibbs, I'm signing with him in this. I'm becoming more of a Freddie Gibbs fan, especially with this last album. I don't really fuck with act like that anyway. I just think that he doesn't know what's going on. So he's easy for him to say, oh, well, why are you doing this this way? But I think that Freddie Gibbs handled it as a person of his ilk would. I ain't calling nobody out for no reasons that I don't know. I'm just telling people that I don't do shit like that. And we don't yeah. do shit like that where I'm from. And that's fair. No, I get it. I, I, I get it. And, and it may have been a general statement. And like you said, there may be nuances to each of these two T.I. and Gunner's situations that he may not have been thinking of them when he was right. saying that, but it just it do sound fishy, though, to somebody like Ack who not engulfed in it like exactly. that. Exactly, and that's the biggest thing, that Ack's not, he doesn't know what's going on. It's all the same to him. It's black and white when in the streets there's gray area, and with those gray area, I think that Freddie Gibbs is operating there in this verse, but like I said, he ain't, he ain't hesitating to talk to none of these niggas or going at them from what I've seen. 187 proof, man. Y'all look that song up. There's no way that nigga got a disability. Did he diss Ross too? All of MMG. Styling too? Oh, uh, okay. Man, not him, though. <laughs> Everybody else, though. Everybody else That's called funny. it, though. 187 um, proof. I'm going to check that out. Tough. I like Freddie Gibbs, man. Speaking of checking stuff out, man, Run the Jewels 4. The group chat talked me into listening to this. Taught you, man. Um, y'all drug me into clicking on this on my title. Now, Runner Jewels 4, uh, first announced in 2018. Fans have been waiting on this for a stretch. 2018 seems like 20 years ago because <laughs> this year has been nuts. Um, but expectations, initial thoughts, highlights, lowlights, and a rating. Y'all know how we get down. Where were you when it came to expectations on this RTJ4? Expectations were high. I like the other Run the Jewels projects. It's not in heavy rotation, but I do appreciate them when they come out. So I'm always looking forward to Killer Mike versus the any way that I could get them. I would prefer it be more traditional route, but if it's Run the Jewels, it's Run the Jewels. I like to support my guy, Killer Mike, and um, I was waiting on this. What about you? I don't believe that, number one. Facts. I was waiting on this to get in the merch. Kill your masters. Come on, man. I need that in a, a jacket, a That's hat, hard. a scarf. Merch is hard. Oh, um, the merch is hard, no lie. Now, I have never my expectations were low. That's no let me get that out of the way. Um I have never Wow, wow. Why would you say it was low? 
because I've never sat with a full Run the Jewels project before. I've I've listened. I remember three was probably the one I've heard the most of, mm-hmm. but I've never sat with it for real. I've heard a few songs. I quickly learned that this was not for me. Um, I'm not a fan of Killer Mike's music. Killer Mike is my guy outside the booth, without question. Um, he's the epitome. His music is the epitome of Luther's curl. Uh, it just That's never right. really quite. Not for me. Um, Even the rap album? Born a rap at first album? You like yeah, that? nah, I'm straight. Jesus um, Christ. I just never got into it. I'm not saying it's trash. I just never got into it. But I know Killer Mike can rap, though. That I do know. Let's be very clear about that. But I did think the timing of this release um, was on was right on time. Like, if there was an ever a time for this type of album to come out and resonate with people, it would be now. So I went ahead and, de- and decided I'll give it a spin. I- I'll listen to this when the timing just lined up perfectly. Um, and I'll go into my initial thoughts. As soon as I heard it, as soon as it came on, the very first song, I said, oh, okay. I get why people like this. I get what lane they're in. I understand it completely off the rip. Um, it's Rage Against the Machine. It's loud. It's disruptive. Um, you got a white guy from Brooklyn. You got a black guy from the South. Like, uh, I'm picturing a live show is probably super dope, high energy. Um, I, I understand what the appeal is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I get it more you know, than a week ago when I didn't, you know what I'm saying? So I, and Killer Mike hasn't lost a step since the last time I was checking for his music. Um, now his partner in rhyme, LP. Yeah. You ain't fucking with LP? Don't know about him. What you don't like about that? You don't like LP style? Absolutely not. Um, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm gonna be real. Become clean. But the music I did, I did actually enjoy the project, though. I will say that. So my initial thoughts was, oh, okay, this isn't, this isn't too far out of my realm, you know, of enjoyment. It, it's cool. I, I, I was digging it more than I thought, but it gave me an understanding of why they are, why they have that niche audience and why they're popular with their fans um, as they are. I, I totally get it. What, what did you think when you heard it, though? Uh, I had, had checked into previous run the jewels project so for me it was what was expected the temperature of what's going on right now in this music was right on point um like you said this was the perfect time they pushed up the release date for this to come out so this is a perfect time for this to drop and as soon as you get into it and you listen to that first song like you said loud disruptive it's things like for lack of a better term this is protest music and to put it out now, it like hit perfectly. So as I'm going through this and some of the bars and some of the things that Killer Mike was saying about the Can't Breathe line and all the different things that he put out there, I think it was perfect for what was going on right now. The climate has a lot to do. Had this came out in December around Christmas time, the shit was chill. I don't know if I would have received it the same way. But yeah. this is something you throw on, you go for a jog, you go do your workout, whatever it is that you do that's athletic or where you're getting the juices flowing this is perfect for that and as i was jogging around the block and listening to this i was like oh this is fucking fire mm. so i'm coming away from it like especially listening i'm again like you said lp i'm not the biggest fan i get it i get like the dynamic of the group and why people are into this uh like i say it's not in heavy rotation for me but after listening to this one doing something like athletic or 
working out while you're listening to it pairs it well the times that it came out in like there was a perfect formula for this album to be highly received and i think it was people were calling this a classic whoa buddy yeah people gotta calm down oh buddy whoa buddy you gotta slow down easy buddy yeah chill out i get it tensions are high right now i get it i think it's the time emotional it's the time. Like, it, it, it hit so hard. Nigga, you put this run the jewels on and look at CNN. <laughs> no, but look, though. No, look. You're going to be ready to go protest. Yeah, you're going to be ready to go protest, T- man. Timing is important when you're speaking about a release because that, that affects impact. And impact affects whether something is a cl- – that, that's a trait of a classic. It has to have Thanks. impact. I get that. But, I, like, LP's just not as good of enough rapper. If these were two killer mics – Maybe, 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 but my ears take a vacation when LP is on. Like I'm, I'm, I'm tuning it out just a little bit. I'm not saying he can't rap. I just his style does nothing for me. That's why I say they're good together because the only reason I'm listening is for Killer Mike. That makes sense. Let me ask you this: you know, LP produced the tracks and everything, and we know Killer Mike can rap. You said he's had lackluster albums. If there was a producer that you could pair Killer Mike up with for one project and he just used that producer, who would it be? Man, it's t- that's a good question. But it's tough because I feel like his style of rap fits this type of production better. And I think... It's just not entertaining. Yeah, it, It's just not my style. But it fits yeah. him, though. So you wouldn't switch the style. you just like, fuck it. No, I w- because what he tried other shit before. His, his rap shit don't sound like this. Like mm. his, to my knowledge, let me say that. Okay. I don't remember it sounding like this when he was doing his solo thing, when he was with Outkast and Equimini Records or whatever the fuck it was called. His shit didn't have the it rock elements. Purple label in or something. It. Yeah. It was purple label. Oh, something like that. Purple label. Yeah, yeah. Whatever it was. Um. It, it, big what label? Yeah, yeah. So purple ribbon. There you go. Purple ribbon. That is. It, it. It didn't. I don't remember it sounding like this, but his voice. And what he's talking about fits this type of production. So I would, I can't sit and be like, man, get Timberland on here or get Swiss or got, like that shit. Uh, it wouldn't sound right. It'd be too clean at that point. It needs to be muddied up. It needs to be dirtied. It needs to be, you, you know, take some of the crispiness out of the sound. It's got to be gritty. And I, I think this fits. So I, I'll give them that. Like even the Pharrell joint wasn't a typical Pharrell sounding commercial yeah. joint. Like, he, he kind of gritted it up a little bit for him. Who would you switch it up? Who would you have? I'd like to hear him with Swiss. I Ain't think no you know, it's funny that you said that. Well, I think Swiss is Swiss is versatile enough to be able to to kind of get in Killer Mike pocket, and his his beats are big enough. I don't think that Killer Mike could get on there and kill no soul samples, not because he couldn't rap, but like because you said it just ain't his style. But Swiss, I feel like he makes big music. Stadium music, what per se? I love to see him with Swiss or even Kanye West. I think that Kanye can adjust his style. If we go to be- my beautiful talk, twisted fantasy, I can see that. I think if you put Killer Mike on some of those beats, he will fucking obliterate those. I can see so, that. Uh, I, I think Kanye West a Swiss beats. Well, I mean, those are easy answer, but those are the two that I had when I had the question in my head. And remember, he's you... been on the Kanye beat before, though. He was on... Um... Uh, Poppin' Tags. Yeah, he was on Poppin' Tags, even though that's not the he style. That that's too. not my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy style, but yeah. he's versatile he enough. I'm, I'm I'm picturing, if you get Killer Mike on um, 
somehow, some way type shit. I think what? he'll body that shit though. Yeah, he would. Man, he might could do the slow samples. That may be killer. I, niggas need to bring back Jack and Beats, man. Like, mm. I, I, niggas need to just bring back Jack and Beats. I want one good ass rapper, whether it be like Kendrick, mm. I think J. Cole, somebody just come back and like just murder some beats. Uh, that'd I'd be love dope. to see that. I'd love to fucking see that now. What song stood out to you on here? Uh man, my highlights were I like walking in the snow. I thought Killer Mike snapped on that. <clears throat> um, I like pulling the pin. And my favorite joint on here, without question, man, the last song, A Few Words for the Firing Squad. That shit banging. That, the last song is fucking flames, nigga. Like, I was, that shit is hard as hell. All around strong production. Um, Everything from the beats to the transitions to the skits. I thought all of that sounded beautifully. I I had to put some respect on Killer Mike name. I listened on my good headphones, on the title, Hi-Fi. I wanted to get the full experience of Run the Jewels. I wasn't going to cheat them um, and listen on the Apple shit. I didn't cheat them. And I also thought the album was just the right length. Um, I thought it was straight to the point. Um, I listened to this while I was playing Madden. Didn't feel like it was dragging on. You know what I'm saying? This was a nice joint to kind of stay and focus on whooping niggas on Madden and shit. Um, So I I, I give it that. It was just the right length. Wasn't too long. Mm. Pause. Nice. Uh, definitely pause on that. I'm going to say something here that's probably going to be bookmarked. Another one of my great on-deck affirmations here. Killer Mike is the second best rapper in the game behind Kendrick Lamar. I'll put Killer Mike in front of anybody, and I, I'm taking Killer Mike, unless mm. it's Kendrick. And that's based off everything that I hear, heard here. The Yankee and the Brave were first out of the gate, banging. Oh. Um, of course, out of sight with 2 chains. I liked. I like the song Jest with Pharrell. Walking in snow with uh gangster boo, even oh, though yeah. she's not credited on there. I wonder why they didn't credit her. But uh that walking in snow with gangster boo was fire. That's the second time they worked with her too. She was on uh I think she was on Run the Jewels three. Really? What? I think yeah, you you're right. You're absolutely right. I like holy camel fuck. If that's how you're saying that or holy calamar fuck or whatever that says. Those <laughs> are the, the the main that I think that may be my favorite song other than the last one. I didn't want to take that one because you had it. Uh but those are the four that stood out to me the most. And the 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 thing why I say what people would call this a classic is once you get into this this style when you start out with Yankee and the Brave Four, just based on the breaks, the features, and how everything lines up, it's only a thirty nine minute album. I could see why people say that though. I haven't sit with enough to call it that. It's like it's it's, it's straight through. Like you don't get a That's break true. once it starts, and there is no like lag. There is no dull moment. If That's true. You, tuned in for Run the Jewels and you like knew what you were expecting to get, man, you love this fucking album. Because like it, it was it, it was straight through if that's what you were looking for. Like if you weren't picking stuff out, if you like, man, I'm, I'm a Run the Jewels fan and I can't wait for this album to come out, man, you fucking love this. Because it was just bam. It hit you in the face as soon as it came on and it didn't stop until it went off. This album is like uncut gems. Like you're on the mm. edge of your seat with that's anxiety. Good. That the whole good. damn movie. That's um, a good. That, that's a great movie too. Yeah, that that movie was tough, but it but that movie kept the pace up though. Like every every turn, no spoilers or none, but every turn, Adam Sandler had to come up with something so he could cover his ass on the previous thing while he didn't run into the person that he also owed, and it just kept going, it kept coming at you. This album is definitely like that, and 
you just made me think of something when you mentioned working with Kanye West. This is a lot like Yeezus while people Man, are sleeping. I was so prepared to come in here for you to shit on this album and then ask you how do you shit on this like Yeezus. I had to go listen to a I couldn't listen to the whole thing, but I had to listen to a couple tracks in preparation because I thought you were going to shit on this because you don't like one of the drools. And I was going to say the exact same thing you said. This is similar to Yeezus. So if people like that, I don't see how they could not like this. Except Yeezus is better. Um, no, first bars. So this got better bars than Yeezus. Possibly. Easily. Uh... <laughs> Low lights, what didn't work? Um, me, my style, and this is not taken away from the album, but I'm nitpicking here. I need a, a break. I'm more of a slow paced type of guy. I need some with some lower, uh, what do you hear people call it? Yes, sir. You knew exactly where lower I was going. Tempo? Yeah, slow that shit down for me, man. Give me some, I really wish, whether it be an extra song or a bonus, just give me some down south killer mic shit. I don't need LP on there. Mm. That was the, that's the only nitpick that I have. Uh, this leaves me wanting more from killer mic. Like, it, it, you get your fix and you realize, man, it's a rapping ass nigga right here. Like, he be fucking killing it. I wish that there was something more like what I'm into that he was doing more of. That's remember, my bad takeaway. Re remember the two chains, pretty girls like trap music, the very last song on there with Monica? Mm-hmm. Uh Burglar Doors, something like that. Yeah, some some shit. Burglar Balls, I think is the name of it. Remember he said the next album was gonna be all soul like all that? All like that, yep. Whatever he didn't use for that, he need to give all that to kill him. <laughs> And just let him go over that. Just give him Burglar them 12 Boss. right there. And just let him have, let that be the Killer Mike solo album. Burglar Boss, that's the name of it. But yeah, I agree. Fire. Niggas need to bring mixtapes back if they, it's how, whatever kind of way, like you said. I need to hear niggas just, I guess, have fun. Like when people were jacking beats, like it was really like you was going to, uh, get a run in at the gym. Like, it ain't a professional game. Like, you ain't got to be suited up and booted, but you're going to go put in work. You're going to get a sweat. And I think to what you're saying with the giving Killer Mike the 2 chains beast and what I'm saying uh, as far as getting people just hearing something different from their projects, I think we're missing that right now. First, for the record, I said DJ Drama should bring back Gangster Grizz last year. Let me yeah. be clear on that. We're we're on the same page because he would be a prime candidate for this. Who 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 would be if like if somebody said, you know what, I was listening on deck and I'm gonna do a whole Jack Beats project. You can pick one person. Who you got? I, uh, it would probably be Killer Mike. No, I don't know. Really? I was I gonna say you're just saying that because we're talking about. Yeah. I, I I love. Love, love. I, I'd love to hear J. Cole. Like, we got a lot of him on the feature stuff, but I, I'd love to hear him, like, tear down some stuff. Big Sean is another one. Uh, that Big I Sean, for sure. I'd love to hear, like, Jack and other people's beats. And that's the only that's reason. It. That's I, it. That's the only reason I'd want to hear new Joe Button if he was on Jack. Ooh, Beast. Joe, Jack, and Beast would be okay, too. Yeah, that's, I, all, I would, that's the only one reason I'd want to hear fuck with that. Ross. What do you think about Ross? Ross yeah. ain't really just got no like. What? He, he got, got what? flow when he picks his own beats. He, he got flow. Ross, I was listening to Ross the other day, and I'm like, man, this nigga cold. He murdered that Freddie Gibbs. Uh, he did. He 100. I don't know if Ross is the Jack and Beats nigga though. 
I mean, he's got mixtape. He done. He jack beats before. They just weren't he, nothing they like that. Weren't great. Exactly. They weren't great. So, um, speaking what about of not Benny, yeah, well, I'd yeah. Benny or Conway on some jack beats. That'd be tough. Yeah. Um, speaking of not great, what didn't work for me easily, LP. Uh, you are the weakest link. Jesus. Not to beat up on him. It's still listenable. He's not slaw. He just when you put him next to Killer Mike, it's just the the difference is glaring. Yeah. Um, and to my understanding, to shoot him some bail, he's a producer first. Yeah, so, he's not really a rapper. Yeah, he's not just a rapper, rapper like that. So I, I, I shoot him some bail when it comes to that. Um, the songs I didn't like, um, I didn't like Ground Below, super good on that. Um, and this album didn't sound good to me in the car, man. This not, this not a whip listen. I was in a whip listen to this. It didn't even feel right. Like I wasn't going to a protest, so it didn't really feel right. Like I was in protest streets. Yeah, like it just, it, I was going to Chick fil A. Like, it just, I'm like, I'm gonna rob Chick fil A and run over people in the yeah, drive. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not Chick fil A too nice. I'm, I'm, this shit making me angry and shit. Like, I'm not, this doesn't work. So, I, it, it's, I like listening to music in my car, and this is not, in my opinion, like a car album. It's just not that type of music. Um, so, that, that would be a low light for me, man. What, what did you give it in terms of a rating? Uh, three and a half, easy. Mm. I almost gave it four. When I first originally got done listening to it, I think I said four. I went back and listened to it again and had to catch myself. So I'm going to go three and a half. Three and a half banging. I'm going to go three banging. just below a good worth streaming. If you've never heard of Run the Jewels Project, I'd say give it a try. Um, I'm not sure if this is going to be your scene. But like you said, if you're working out, running around the block on a treadmill or on, on the PS4, this is probably a good project for you. Real talk. I, I, I'm glad I listened to it. You know what I'm saying? It, I didn't like it as much to make me go back and listen to the first three, but I'm not mad at this at all. And I get why people fuck with it. That's at the at the end of the day. Yeah, this is uh, this. There is a uh, a lane for this music. 100. I, I agree with you there. Y'all, let us know what y'all thought, man. Run the jewels four. Was it everything that people had been anticipating? Um, are you skipping it altogether? What do you think of the latest Run the Jewels? Let us know on Facebook, in the rap chat, in the group, and um, on On Deck TV podcast on Instagram. Uh, we got some wins and losses to hand out. Uh, let's get straight to it, man. Let's got it. Let's get a W to Quavo, one third of the Migos, for completing high school and getting his diploma. Man, shout out to uh, Quavo. Shout out to Quavo for that, man. People were giving him shit about that a couple weeks ago when he did it for just not getting it, man. Shout out to him for getting that. Why was they giving him shit? Uh, probably because he's 30 years old. Didn't have a I GED. Mean, but we, he's been famous <laughs> for a couple of years now. Like, we know that's true. Like, why he I mean, didn't hey, get it. Yeah, that's facts. But, hey, people were giving him shit. You know how people are. So, that's shout true. out to him for getting that, man. He got a, he got college eligibility now. He may put some uh, – I've I seen a couple of colleges joking around about offering him a ride to hoop. You know, Quavo's an all-athlete. True, true. He, he, he definitely all-rapper uh, athlete out here. He top five for sure. Yeah, 100%. Am I doing this L? Uh, go for it. L to Lush sucks for getting the brakes beat off him for playing with 50 cents. <laughs> if you don't know who Lush sucks is, man, he's a street artist that's dedicated some of his art to making a mockery of 50 cent. Uh, he paints him in unflattering light and some kind of way or another, some people caught him and they beat the shit out of him for these uh, 
fifty said he had nothing to do with this, uh, but I speculate different. Did you see this story? Yeah, and you've seen those drawings, man. He's got fifty drawing them looking like Takashi, drawing them looking like Trump. Um, here's the thing though, fifty said, man, he's been posting those stuff. Poking fun at himself on his own page, and he said, "Somebody needs to beat this dude ass." And then magically, <laughs> somebody beat his ass. A week later, somebody put the hands on him. He's overseas. I think Fifty's reach uh, can go across the pond. So I wouldn't be surprised if a crazed, too hyped Fifty fan just took it upon himself to run up on the street artist Lushix, Lush sucks, or whatever you say it. But I'd sue the shit out of Fifty Cent if I was him, though. Fuck it, man. Get, try to get some pay by that nigga. Fuck it. <laughs> I would. Oh, like he shoot fidget sit at all. Uh, uh, the next, go ahead. Yeah, we got a W man to NWA. Uh, fuck the police streams have quadrupled <laughs> in the last week. Um, of course, amid the George Floyd protest, the 1988 anti-police brutality anthem has been popping this week, along with "This Is America." Uh, YG's "Fuck Donald Trump" and Kendrick Lamar's "All Right." Shout out to uh, NWA, man. Fuck the police. Nice. I'm with it. That shit crazy. That shit going all the way up. 272% increase, dude. I mean, that's a shit. They probably playing that at every protest that's going on uh, in America on repeat. That was one of the songs on Apple's playlist, too. When, when you couldn't search or you couldn't browse anything, that was one of the songs. Really? Hey, shout out to Apple for doing that. That shit was hard. Yeah, that was not being able. Madden did it too. It was pretty uh, nigga, cool. everything has done that shit. Two uh, K, yeah. yeah. Madden, shit, wow. Um, on Decker of the Week, man, all of the artists who have been out in these streets in the past week since the last time we recorded. That's YG. Um, that's Lil Baby. He was out in these streets, and even shout out. We we'll cross it over to sports. Shout out Russell Westbrook. Um, shout out Jr. Smith. <laughs> He was beating niggas ass. Shout out to J.R. Smith, man. Getting it in. Nigga, don't come playing with me. I, I, I support J.R. Smith. If he, if he need to go fund me or anything, I got a little something for him, man. Playing with me. Nigga, don't be breaking my shit. We live in the suburbs. Nigga, quit playing with me. Take your ass downtown. You want to protest and rap, man. Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar was seen out. So shout out to the rappers who, man, who put feet to the street and have been uh, marching with the people, dog. Super dope. Man, I was looking for the chick's name in Nashville, the, the young activist where they sent the SWAT team to her house uh, for the thing that she did. She's very big out here in the streets, and I cannot find her name at all, but I want to shout her out. Y'all look her up. I can't figure out her name. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, the young black be. chick is very, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. I can't remember her name. I, don't wanna, I, I, don't, I have an idea, but I don't want to fuck it up. I I've Googled everything to try to find it, and I can't see it. So shout out to her, man. Most people know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Leave me a note. Tell me what her name is. Put me on something for this week. Um, This week, uh, so I've been on my movie tip. I was on Apple TV+. Plus. I watched Brian Banks. Dude. What? What is that? The story about dude who got falsely accused of rape, and then the they, they, then the person recanted our statement, and he got to play for the Falcons. The Falcons uh, signed him like two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about Man. the one that got locked up for rape. Janisha Harris is that girl's name. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, there you go. Yeah, man, Shout listen. Out. On deck of the week, Janisha. What happened with Brian Banks? Now I remember that he was down here. Somebody accused him of rape. He did like three, four years. No, he did six years. Um, Jesus Christ. Then he was on six years probation, had to register as a sex offender for the rest of his life, couldn't get work. 
Uh-huh. Five years into his probation, the girl reached out to him on Facebook. Oh, my God. Said, hey, how you been? How's everything? No fucking way. And he got a, he got on camera admitting that it wasn't her, that he didn't rape her, so she had to give back the money that she had won in the lawsuit, $1.5 million. was a civil suit. Yeah, she had to get the money back and with an extra million on top of it. Man, the story is wild, though. This is bro. a movie? Yeah, they made it into a movie. Jesus. On what? Apple? Man, I think it's on a lot of other shit. I just, you know, you go to Apple TV app, you can look up yeah, movies. They'll tell up. you where they at. I just press play on that shit, but it's, I think it's it might be free, just kind of like how other movies is right now. I don't know, but y'all check it out. It's real short, like an hour and a half, straight to the point. But it's a wild story, bro. Right, that shit crazy. Uh, what yeah. you got? I got some podcasts for you podcast listeners out there, man. If you uh, if you guys are still knee deep in what's going on and you want more information, a couple of podcasts. Uh, there's one called The Isra Klein Show. He had Ta-Nehisi Coates on there, who's a, a very prominent author, and they were talking about everything going on right now. It was a fantastic listen. I can't say that, can't stress that enough. Uh, for you Malcolm Gladwell fans, the Revisionist History, The Limits of Power episode, and it's talking about the history behind protests, why they happen, how government stopped them, and the thought processes during protests. Fascinating information in there as well. And another one called Behind the Bastards, and it's about how the police got in this stage that they are now, like how they are set up, the military aspect of it. No people are seeing a lot of the defund the police things and things like that. Behind the Bastards is a podcast that will kind of help you decipher through that information and see how the police got to this point that they are now. A lot of good information there. And you guys... um, I had gotten some requests and I put some stuff in a separate feed. Also look for the featuring Spike Lou. I put some interviews over there that I don't my guy Nikki Ducey and I don't mm. my guy Chris Platt. So I'm going to have that feed separate from this one where we're talking about a little bit more serious stuff and going to add to it. Shout out my guy Sam G. He was in my inbox constantly asking me for this. So I'm going to make <laughs> sure... Yeah, shout out to him. He kept me motivated to do it, man. So I want to make sure that I keep that feed popping. You guys go subscribe to it. It's called Featuring Spike Lou. And I'm going to put some separate stuff over there from this show. So continuing to keep the real growing. Much respect. Much respect. Guys, keep us, keep supporting us out here in these streets. We appreciate it, man. Patreon.com slash Realville for the additional content. We've got more reviews coming soon. Shout out to my guy, Jay Ho. We did some reviews on there also. Uh, we're going to get that Freddie Gibbs up on there, too, man. Uh, yeah, we we got to talk about this that. We can figure that out. Got to put some respect on my boy's name, man. You've been hating on him for way too long. I called this Freddie Gibbs album, by the oh way. I babe Ruth this one. I said this is going to be his best project. I said this is going to shake it, and it has, and it it did what I said. Shout oh out to Freddie Gibbs, man. Oh, my God. For finally um, making that album. Appreciate y'all for subscribing, man. iTunes, Spotify, all that good shit. Tell somebody about the On Deck TV podcast this week, man. We appreciate it. Yes, sir. We definitely appreciate you guys checking us out. And much respect to those FSP boys. Their podcast was great this week. They talked about the athletes' reaction to everything going on. Great job by Big Jeff, Coach Weezy, Cameraman, and Jay Hove. Shout out to those guys. Absolutely, man. To the next time, we out. We out of that.